Welcome to the Sunrise Podcast with Dr. M.M. Amakaro. We hope you enjoy it. Precious Father who sits on the throne, we worship you this morning. We exalt you and adore you and thank you for giving us another new day and another week, for giving us life. We thank you, Lord, for preservation. We thank you for protection. Thank you for provision for all that you've done that's brought us joy, for all that you've done that's brought us from where we were to where we are now. We exalt you for your loving kindness, your compassion, your tenderness towards us. We thank you, eternal rock of ages, for giving us your Holy Spirit, that we are not alone for your word, for your word that is light, that there is no darkness at all. We thank you for the church of Jesus Christ, for the gathering of the brethren, for comfort. We exalt you. Thank you, Holy Father. We ask that our sins be forgiven, for we've sinned and we've fallen short. We thank you, O Lord God, that you do not deal with us according to who we are, but according to your own righteousness. Thank you for imputing upon us your own righteousness, and for blotting out our trespasses, for hearing our cry, O God, for cleansing, and for cleansing us through the blood and by the blood. We worship you today. Thank you for liberty in your presence. Thank you that there is no condemnation. Thank you that there is no charge. Thank you that all the things contrary to us and against us, you nailed them to the cross. So we stand before you. We accept it in Christ. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, the author and the finisher of our faith. Thank you, the God of our salvation. Thank you, Jesus, for the gift of your word that we worship, we praise, we adore. We are excited that we touch your word. We are excited, Holy Spirit, that you bring us the word. Have your way today. Thank you for family. Thank you, the children that you have given to us. Thank you for our loved ones. Thank you, God, for the peace of our neighborhood. Blessed be your name. We take nothing for granted. Thank you for the help of the nation. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Father. Have your way today. In Jesus' name we have prayed. First, we want to look briefly at um, Ecclesiastes chapter 3. I just want to read briefly from verse 1. It said, to everything there is a season, a time for every purpose under heaven. A time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to pluck what is planted. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to break down and a time to build up. A time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. Amen. We can stop there. And where I want to read again is number 14. Verse 14, he said, I know that whatever God does, it shall be forever. Nothing can be added to it and nothing taken from it. God does it that men should fear before him. Amen. On Saturday, we read Isaiah 62, where he said, for Zion's sake, I will not rest. For Jerusalem's sake, I will not hold my peace until your brightness burns, your righteousness burns as bright 
and then your righteousness, your salvation, burns like the lamp. And he went on to say, he said, um, that I'll give you a new name, which the mouth of the Lord will name. You used to be termed desolate, you used to be termed forsaken. You will no longer be called desolate or forsaken. I'll turn your name, and now you'll be now known as Hepzibah, mm -hmm. and your land will be Biola because it will be married. Mm -hmm. So now he's telling us that for everything with God, everything has its time. Mm -hmm. To everything there is a season and a time for every purpose under heaven. There's a time for a purpose. There's a time for a season. There's a season for everything. And we have seen the Bible list the things to be born and to die, to plant and to harvest, to heal and to kill, to throw down, to build up. So if we should ask by this scripture, by all that God is saying, call to me and I will answer. Why are we calling? And we saw Jabez, we see, go back. Why did Jabez call? All the people that we studied, what season was it for Ruth and Noemi? At the end of it, did their season change? God is a God of time and season. He's a God who changes season. For everything, there is a season. So for God to say, there was a time they called you forsaken and they called you desolate. But they will not call you that name any longer. I'm going to put a new name in the mouth of men to call you. We looked at Elizabeth, she who was called barren. All this is coming to encourage. It's, called, coming, it's coming to say the sweet mind of God to us. He's coming to say who God is. He's a God that is mindful of season because he walks in seasons. Mm -hmm. And when he says, call upon me, I'll show you great and mighty things you do not. In other words, I'm going to shift the season. Mm -hmm. I'm going to show you and bring you to where you were not before. And the assurance and the confidence that we have is that, and I, and I know that whatever God does, it shall be forever. Nothing can be added. Mm -hmm. Nobody contaminates what God does. This should be confidence built in us. What God does cannot be contaminated. God will not finish it and somebody comes and throws a pebble inside it. So nothing taken from it. You can't add to it, you can't take from it. God does it that men should fear before him. God will change your season so that men will fear. It goes back to the fact that we say that God has a stake in what he does for us. So today we want to look at the story of a man that was called Blind Bartimaeus. In fact, the, the Bible, when I saw this thing, I smiled. If you see the title above the story, the title of this story is called Jesus Heals Blind Bartimaeus. So there was a description of this man. He was not called Bartimaeus, he was called Blind Bartimaeus. His situation became his name. Just like Elizabeth was called Elizabeth the barren, my God. Bartimaeus, the blind man. Any situation that has given us a name, it shall be unto us as it was done to Bartimaeus. 
So let's just read how God can change time. How God can change season. How God can overturn councils. How God can bring somebody from stagnation, sitting on the highway, begging, in tatters, in rags, and all of a sudden, the person has changed. The purpose has been found. Now he's following Jesus. <laughs> and the factor, the catalyst, the only thing that changed was that he met a certain man called Jesus. Was that he looked out and was that he screamed. He did not want to miss that chance. Look, because you have prayed, because you have cried, that season is changed. It's the same Jesus. So the Bible records here in the Gospel according to St. Mark, chapter 10. I'm reading from verse 46. He said, now they came to Jericho. As he went out of Jericho with his disciples, talking about Jesus now, and a great multitude, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the road begging. Now, this was who this man was for a season, for maybe the, the, <clears throat> the, his life from birth. The Bible does not state for how long, but this was his station. This was the station that he was, according to this Bible. Like each and every one of us, we are in a certain station of life. And prayers, God's answers, God's hearing, God's intervention moves us from one station to another. This is a good example. Say so you will no longer be tempted for second. Your land will not be termed desolate. This man was desolate on the highway, sitting on the highway and begging. Mm -hmm. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out. He began to cry out. So he heard something. Mm -hmm. Father, thank you for every word that we hear, for your word that we hear, for the light that shines, for understanding that comes, for the eyes of our minds that you open by your word and for what your word causes us to do prompting us to pray your word that brings the spirit of supplication and causes our mouth to be open to confess and to remind you of that which you have said by your word so this man had something remember that when we talked about noami and ruth in that first verse first chapter of that ruth the book of ruth the Bible, having described all the losses of Noami, his husband died, his son died, another son died, and he was there with only his two daughters-in-law. The next thing the Bible records was Noami received information. Noami heard that God has visited Bethlehem mm. and that there was, it was the beginning of harvest, and he, she arose. So what we hear is supposed to make us do something. Mm. God. Messages from God, the word of God, the promptings of the Holy Spirit is supposed to make us desire, desperate for a change, for something. We cannot hear and be still. We hear and we pick it and we pray and we cry out. 
That is when the word of God comes. The word that is spirit and life. The word comes and promises you. And God shows you the promises he has for you. God shows you another season, a different season, and speaks concerning that season. For instance, how can we hear in Isaiah chapter 63, when God says, for your sake, I will not hold my peace. For your sake, I will not sit still. I want to make your righteousness to burn very bright. I want to cause the kings of the Gentiles to know what I have done for you. You have become a crown in my hand. How can we hear? That God said, eh, you were tamed forsaken. You were tamed desolate. But I'm coming. I'm going to change that name. I'm giving you a new name. And he mentions the new name. And then we are still sitting still. And we will not pick up that new name. And begin to prophesy to ourselves. And we will not pick up that new name. And begin to, 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 to bind and discard and reject desolation. And begin to speak what the Lord is saying concerning us. Begin to plant it, align it on our lives. Begin to say, we'll not hold our peace. And begin to cry out to say, Lord, this is what you say. How can we be still? How can we hear and be still? It is not religion. This is spiritual life. How can we hear and be still? We cannot hear. Father, do not allow us to hear and be still. Don't allow us to know that you are passing by. How are you passing by? You're your word. When you bring us your word, you're telling us your heart. And when you tell us your heart, you want us to respond. What is our respond? Our respond is faith. And by faith, we begin to confess, to say exactly what you're saying. To put it to you. To bring it back to you. Father, this is what you say. This is, it. This is your perfect will concerning me. That's why you brought this word to me. Amen. Beyond the good and the acceptable, this is the perfect will. Because you said it, you wrote it. So let me speak it back to you. So I'm not calling, I'm not just, when they say call on me, and I'll answer you. How am I calling? I'm calling on the basis of your word. I'm calling on the basis of what you say. For you say, if we pray according to your will, you will hear us. And what is your will? Your will is your word. So we see blind Bartimaeus, who was sitting on the highway begging, sat by the road. He was on the road. This was his station. Was this a desirable station? Was this a good station? Was this an acceptable station? No. The only difference, what happened in that season, what happened to blind Bartimaeus, the only thing that happened, the change from his sitting on the road was that he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth who was passing by. He had gathered information about Jesus of Nazareth, that he was no ordinary man, that he was Jesus, the one who's been about doing good, who was healing, who was healing the blind, who was raising the dead, who was turning water into wine, he knew he gathered information. And he knew that that information was not ordinary information. It was information that was able to cause change. The information was power. It was all that he had at that time. This man could not, could not pass by and I'll be still and keep quiet. He sensed that that was a time for the season to change. He sensed that what, what, what could change his season was passing by. He sensed that this is a season that he cannot miss. Say so for everything, there is a time and a season. A time to die, a time to be born, a time to kill, a time to heal, a time to throw down, a time to build. He had already faced his time sitting on the road 
I'm begging. He sensed the change. He sensed the source of the change. He sensed that his change had come. He sensed that that time for that shift, that this was so significant, and it was going to be supernatural. So what did he do? He cried out and said, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. He was asking for mercy. Mercy means you don't deserve it. You deserve what you, you deserve what, what you, in fact, he deserved to be blind. He deserved to sit there. So he was asking for mercy for a change of his season. He had not done anything to earn any mercy, any sympathy, any touch. It was just only mercy that will attract Christ to him. Mercy. So we see what happened here. Then many want him to be quiet. <laughs> many want him to be quiet. May God help us not to mind the people. When we are talking to our God by faith, let it be God and us. Because nobody's in your shoes. Nobody knows how that shoe pinches. And a lot of people, because he was called Blind Bartimaeus, his name had become him. And it was of no strange, his blindness was no strange occurrence. Society knew him so. As far as they are concerned, he should just die with that condition. Do you know that if you do not arise to help yourself, and you sit and think that somebody is going to be so mindful of that condition, the person will go to the ends of the earth for you. You better arise and speak for yourself. Put the prayer in your mouth and pray it back to God. Whoever is joining you is joining you with faith. It's interceding with you, with your heart, crying to God, with your mind, looking at God, with your eyes focused on God. Then others will just join you to say, let it be according to his or her desire. Even when the prophet Eli was watching um, Hannah pray, Hannah that was so desperate and wanted God's intervention. She wanted a change of her season, a change of her name from the barren, the one who had none. Because the one who had five was coming against her. The one who had many, who had double, double, many portions. She was so desperate for that change. She was minding her business in the temple with God in Shiloh. The person who sat next to her, a prophet of God, could not even discern. He thought she was drunk until she said, no, I'm not. So a lot of people will see you pray. They say, look at this fanatic. A lot of people will see you pray. They say, this one is always in church. A lot of people will see you pray. They will, in other words, keep quiet. Where you are should be sufficient. Where you are has become of you. That is what you are known for. Keep quiet. But thank God for the power. But blind Bartimaeus did not mind all that noise. He grabbed the power. He knew that what he had to do. He knew that that was no place to continue to be. He knew that he needed that change. So God sees us in our desperation. God sees us 
desperation to find purpose, desperation to walk the right path, to know exactly what God wants us to do, desperation to change our name and to change the season. So don't look at another person. That another person will be mindful that you have been there for 30 years. It's only Jesus. It's only Jesus. Do we not remember the man who was in the pool at the pool of Bethesda for 30 years? More than 30 years. And Jesus passed by and said, do you want to be made whole? The man started recounting how men pushed him aside. Mm. How men pushed him aside because they were trying to do their own. <laughs> and then Jesus, who saw the helplessness, moved and said, so do you want, leave all this story, do you want? Now change is before you now. Do you want this change? Or you want to start to recount what men did to you? Blind Bartimaeus did not mind that men had told him to shut up, shut up, stop, shut up. He was still crying out. This was his chance for change, a change of season. This is our chance for change. This is our chance for change. This is what the Holy Spirit is telling. So do not keep quiet. That's why he says he's a God of answers, that we may speak up, that we may cry out. So they warned him to be quiet, but he cried out all the more. Son of David, have mercy on me. So Jesus stood still, hallelujah, and commanded him to be called. Father, thank you. Thank you for hearing us, inclining your ears and standing still. That's why I say, I will not rest. I will not hold my peace. Jesus refused to hold his peace. Jesus refused to rest. He stopped. He was going somewhere. He stopped. It was a large crowd. He stopped. It was noisy all over. He heard and he stopped. Father, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. For no man can stop your ears. Thank you. For no crowd can stop your ears. Thank you. And he goes on to say, Then they call the blind man, saying to him, Be of good cheer. Rise. He is calling you. This is the same people who told him to shut up. Let me say to you. Thank you, Jesus. This is the same people who ridiculed his cry. This is the same people who thought, look, your Lord is your Lord. That is your Lord. Just be quiet. Keep saying. But it was time for the change of season. And the author and the finisher of the change was passing by. And his help was that he refused to keep quiet. Father, we receive grace not to be quiet. We receive grace to pick the word and to say it exactly as the Holy Spirit is helping us to say it. To cry that the Holy Spirit make intercession for us. Even where we cannot cry out, let the Holy Spirit cry out. Because it is only in your hand that salvation can come. So this man's season was changed. He said, and throwing aside his garment, he arose and came to Jesus. Throwing aside his garment, he arose and changed he threw aside the old season. <laughs> Before he even got to Jesus, he knew that his lot would not be the same again. He threw that garment aside and he came to Jesus. He would have still grabbed it. Not, he threw it. He said, look, I'm approaching the one who can change season. I'm approaching the one who has life, who is the resurrection and the life. I'm approaching the one who is tender-hearted, who is merciful, who will not leave me in that state. He's the one changes times and seasons. And look at what happened to him. So Jesus answered, 
You see, Jesus answered and said to him, what do you want me to do for you? Father, thank you for answering. Thank you for asking us to say it again. Not that you did not hear. Thank you for asking us to confess exactly what we know that you have promised us. Thank you for helping us to put it back to you. You said you would change our season, that our land will no longer be desolate. So we want you to change our season. This is what we are asking you to do. Change our name. We are no longer turned forsaken. Let our land be married. Let us see fruits of our labor. Let Oh God, I had been it to you. Let there be a change. The blind man said to him, Rabboni, that I may receive my sight. Then Jesus said to him, Go your way, your faith has made you well. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus on the road. First, the season was that he was sitting on the road begging. Now, what is the change that we have seen here? He received his sight. Now he can see. Now he can go by himself. Now he's no longer dependable. Now dependent. Now he's no longer vulnerable. He can see for himself. Now he has a reason. Now he's doing what? He's following Jesus. So there was a time for him to sit. There was a time for him to be blind. There was a time now for him to see and to follow Jesus. Father, we worship you because you are not a man to lie. You have brought this word again to buttress and to confirm that which you say to us, that I'm changing that name. I'm changing that situation, desolation and that forsaken situation, that which men have called you. I'm giving you the one that I will call you and cause men to see and call you. Now you're showing us blind Bartimaeus. You've taken the blind away from his name. Mm. Bartimaeus, mm. the one who is walking with Jesus. <laughs> Father, we thank you. The soul magnifies you. This is our portion. We are no longer where we used to be. There is a significant shift. There is a supernatural shift. There is a supernatural shift. It is drastic. It is dramatic as you have told us it will be. Father, we thank you. We have faith in this world. We put faith in you, the one who answers. As you did for him, you've done for us. Did for Ruth and Noami, you've done for us. Therefore, this word has gone forth to all those who are looking for a change. Those ones who are praying for a season, a shift, a shift significant from sitting on the roadside to walking on the road and to following purpose, to finding purpose and to following purpose with wide eye knowing the vision. This man's vision was covered, though physically, even spiritually, even, oh Jehovah God, the vision of life, the reason why you created him, what he should live for, all was all veiled, sitting on the road, focused on begging, begging. Now the focus has changed. Father, thank you for changing our focus to that which you created us to be. For, oh God, causing our purpose, causing our purpose to be so clear for clarity that we are no longer sitting where we used to. Thank you for causing us to stand and to follow you the light because in you there is no darkness at all. Thank you for illumination. We exalt you this morning. Thank you, Holy Father. We surrender and submit. Thank you for hearing us. Thank you for taking us by hand. Thank you for causing us to follow purpose. Thank you, therefore, for joy. Morning, time of morning, joy has come. The dance has come. Daddy, thank you for causing this righteousness to burn brighter. Thank you for causing the kings of the earth to see that indeed you are God. 
has answered our prayers. That we met with your word. And by your word, O oh God, that is spirit and life. The resurrection power, that power that brought Christ from the grave, that power has quickened our mortal body. That we are no longer where we used to be. We are no longer who we used to be. Thank you for this change. Thank you for this change. Thank you for this change. Thank you that you have mistaken this change. Mm -hmm. That is why blind Bartimaeus, mm -hmm. as long as he received his sight mm -hmm. and got up from the root and threw away his garment, he started following you. Yes. Oh, thank you, Father, for it's all to your glory. Blessed be your name. Thank you for our children, Daddy, we pray for a change in their season. That which they are desperate about, oh, Daddy, that it should be aligned with your purpose for their life. The perfect purpose, the perfect will of God, not the good or the acceptable, but the perfect. Cause them to find the perfect. Bring them into the perfect. Considering everything, oh God, we give you praise. Thank you for as many as are out there seeking a change, seeking a change, praying for a change. This word has come for this season. As they arise and take this word, as they arise and heed this word, to open their mouth like blind Bartimaeus and to begin to speak forth concerning, oh God, your purpose and your plan. Father, hear. You will hear from heaven and it shall be our portion that we will no longer be sitting on the road desperate and focused on men, desperate and focused on what men can drop in our hand, but we will be running on our feet, fulfilling purpose. We exalt you, Holy Father. So also for the church of Jesus Christ and for this country, Nigeria. Thank you, Jesus, for making the difference, ending controversies, taking away reproach. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your will in our life, that perfect will. Let it be done. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen.